Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown. Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely. And I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Holla at your boy, boy. Hey, man, it's still quiet out here. Don't expect no topics. The long legacy of topics, man. Y'all go check the archives for that. We man, give y'all weekend reviews from here on out <laughs> into the landscape change. Listen, landscape. listen, man. We, we we're gonna talk about some albums that's coming that's about to drop pretty soon, and they they can't get here fast enough. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh my god! Like the music business being on hiatus from November to now March is the biggest <laughs> shift in history. Jesus, it, it's Christ. springtime. Was today the first official day of spring? I think, or is this week? tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Well, uh-huh. by the time you hear this. It'll have happened. So now it's about to warm up, hopefully, and yeah. people going to be outside. And so it's got to be some new music on the way for sure. Got to be some new music. But until that, we're going to hold you down as we do at the On Deck TV show, giving you the latest and greatest in hip hop news from a Southern perspective. Me and my man, A.B. This year, I mean, excuse me, this week, Week in Review, Ja Rule says others believe hip-hop cultures have had a negative effect on Ja Morant. We'll see if that was fair or foul. Cameron got a new Dr. Phil type show. Want to know if you guys are tapping into that. Jody Breeze gave the OG roster for the boys in the hood. We want to know what you thought about that. Slim Thug gave some advice on how to keep money. And Birdman says QC's P is a great executive. We'll tell you who he's better than on our first quick hit. A B, mm-hmm. I guess we'll tell you now. I yep. ran over. A <laughs> B, Birdman was talking over the weekend. Man, he said that QC's P is a better executive than. Here's the list: Jay Z, Dr. Dre, and Puff Daddy. Mm. Is Birdman right or wrong? Uh, he's wrong, respectfully. Um, <clears throat> Earn your leisure put out a top ten hip hop CEOs list. Yep, in which Birdman was number one. Yep. Controversial. Followed by Diddy number two, J number three, and Dre number four. P from QC didn't make the list. He made honorable mention, which then prompted Birdman to comment and say, you know, shade to anybody else. But I think P or uh, it could easily be number two on this list. Um, which I, I respect though. And I know they have a relationship. I know P has showed love to Birdman. Before um, when they met, P. Slick kind of fanned out a little bit. Like that's how much respect he had for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have him over Diddy, Jay, like I'll just take Jay for an example. He did it twice. He did it with Rockefeller, then reinvented himself and did it again with Rock Nation, and did it on a, a much bigger scale with Rock Nation. So I, I, it's hard for me to put P over Jay for that reason. But I can see him being on this top ten though. But just it. He's some big dogs on this list, though. <laughs> like, it ain't no sleepers on this list, man. So that means somebody got to come off. I don't necessarily know who it would be. But uh, respect to what QC and them have done. It's such short of a time, too. Who were the other team? I mean, did you have the list right there in front of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell, uh, Diddy 2, J3, Dre 4, Russell Simmons 5, P number 6, L.A. Reed 7, Dame 8, Jermaine Dupree 9, Suge Knight 10. Mm. Dame Mike can come off. I'm going to be real. I'm going to come clean. Because Rockefeller's run was short, relatively speaking. I feel like they underachieved. If you look at their run, it's shorter than you think. 
I mad at that. I was gonna say that you got a combo, Jay and Dane, maybe. Mm, but to your point of the short run, like QC's run is about as long as Rockefeller's has been. And we know that QC has sold Rockefeller, I mean, sold off. So we kind of got to see what that's going to look like moving forward. Plus, I'm biased to Dame Dash, so I wouldn't go there. Maybe uh, should. I, maybe should, uh, because it was just the one run. But it was real. That I, I think that's the thing that keeps all of these people above P is they have that epic, like, that that cornerstone moment. You got Suge mm. with Pot, other than JD. And JD got crisscross, so I guess that is that moment. He got a lot of – well, you know what's funny? Crisscross was never signed to So So Def. I did not know that. Me, I, I learned that like a week ago. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> did he get credit for signing them? Of course. Nah. I, mean. I mean, he just – he produced them. He founded them, but he never – They were, there was no So So Def when they came out. It hadn't, it hadn't existed yet. Yeah. I think but he gets only, credit. He obviously you associate yeah. the two, so like fuck it. That's a strong ass list, man. I mean, all of them have those big impactful acts. And for P, here's his little baby. Yeah. So it's gonna depend upon how much bigger little baby gets. Like, yeah, you got Yachty and you got the moment in culture that you had in the 2020s, 2018s. City girls. 19s. Yeah, city girls. Yeah. It's some stuff sprinkled in there, but he'll have to continue to ascend to crack to that list. But he's definitely worth the honorable mention. And I feel like I understand babies bias for him it's his, what he's doing is more in line with what baby was doing and what baby has been doing for the past 40 years all those other guys kind of get into other things different aspects of their hustle make us respect them more as ceos so i think that baby looks at from the strictly music standpoint and give p a lot more credit than he would those other guys um take master p off i take master p off man get the fuck master out of here <laughs> Do do the recent <laughs> events and discoveries. I'm taking Master P off him. Cause his, 75 his million records sold, though. nigga, please. I mean, the longevity though. Like, I feel like the Master P should still be a big dog right now. We don't even got to go into that conversation. But but to be fair though, he missed out of samples. Well, yeah. Like that it's a lot of stuff where you can look back and be like, ah. But P P and P and Coach K are the most recent. More current out of any of the, with the exception of Jay and Rock Nation, they're the most current. Everybody else, everybody else on his legacy, Russell, mm -hmm. L.A. Reid, Jermaine Dupri, like them legacy man. acts, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that they, they, they have, we know what impact they all had because we, we can look back and see. You know what I'm saying? We, we see what happened when them niggas, what they started in the waves that came after them. QC is in the middle of their way. We don't yeah. know what's come after them yet. So it's not, it's kind of unfair to compare the, the two. Also, um, other people in the honorable mention, Irv Gotti will murder Inc. Jay Prince will rap a lot and DNY from Rough Riders. That's a strong list right there. Yeah, no, that's a hell of a that list. A strong list right there. Yeah. I need to do a little documentary series on all of those. That'll be fire. I agree. I agree. But, but no, yeah. that's a dope list though, nonetheless. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point you made. They in the middle of what they do. And it's going to be great to see what's happening next with them selling the ownership rights, but still being in control of it yep. and see what comes next to that. So, yeah, they got another uh, act to follow up on. And real quick to, to that point about them selling to Scooter Braun, I watched um, a feature on Scooter Braun on YouTube a couple of weeks ago, maybe two or three weeks ago. I didn't know that he knew Coach K from back in the day because Scooter Braun used to work 
up under Jermaine Dupree. Oh, a long time ago, and I didn't know him and Coach K go back. They go way back. I was like, damn, I didn't know that. I thought Scooter Brown claimed the fame was Justin Bieber. I mean, that's it. That was his breakthrough, but he'd been in the industry for a stretch, though. He found he found Bieber and um, Asher Roth, if anybody remembers him. Asher Roth. That was J-Hope, boy. Probably so. That looked like a J-Hope artist. I don't really know that. I'm just putting him in a category with that. All right, man. And, and a QC day is March 15th here in Atlanta, too. They got uh, their own day down here in the A. That was pretty dope. Damn, how did we miss that? Did they name it late? Like, were there any events, anything that happened with it? Is it QC day? I didn't know. I knew about it on QC day. <laughs> I saw them talking about it, but I didn't know it had passed already. It's it's tough. Been, that should have been in June. Like, it should have been like right around Juneteenth or something. Let's get niggas uh-huh. time to prepare for QC day, bro. Oh, that's right, a fact. Slim Moving Thug, home. Absolutely. I remember. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. My guy, Slim Thug. H-Town. I don't know if we've ever talked about Slim Thug on the show. I'm sure we have at some point. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we have. Uh, well, we're doing it for the first time in several years, I'm sure. Um, he went to social media to give advice on, you know, up-and-coming artists and how to save your bread. He said, quote, let me show you guys why I still got money and a lot of these rappers went broke. He shows off his T-shirt tag that said $5.99 on it. Then he showed off his shorts with the tag that had $12.99. He said, I'd be in the club with this shit on, and you don't know because I got on a million dollars worth of jewelry. Okay. But y'all be buying that designer. Y'all be looking gay because all the designers are gay. And I'm the only one standing out here. It'd be 10 of y'all standing around with the same Christian Dior shirt, same Gucci shirt. And I'm standing out with a plain tee that cost me $5. My question, is this sound advice from from, from Slim Thug, H-Town's finest? It's really, really funny. I'm glad that he mentioned the million dollars worth of jewelry because that's helping. And you're seven feet 11, my nigga. <laughs> of course you're standing out in the club full of niggas. Niggas ain't even getting over five nine nowadays, luckily. Six two to be best. You like six eighteen, and there's towering over niggas. Of course they know who you are. But I do get what he's saying, though. He's getting backlash for calling it gay-ass fits. You know. <laughs> and he tried to clean it up. He tried to clean it up and it was funny. He said the designers were gay and y'all look gay for all of y'all wearing the same thing. But I do think that he has a point. The little bit that we have talked about Slim Thug on here, we spoke into his financial literacy, how he's made all of that money from uh, I still run, whatever yep. the streets. Not. Like he said, he's living a very comfortable life still off of that that came out damn near 20 years ago now. So when he's talking about, hey, you should do this, that, and the third to save money, me, I'm listening. I'll buy the $5.99 shirts and all of that. I ain't got the million dollars worth of jewelry because that ain't my swag. I just throw on a Gucci hat or something. However, I get what he's saying, though. I do get what he's saying, and I think it's sound advice for younger rappers because when you look up, and I don't know if it's an old nigga thing or what, but if you're scrolling through Instagram or if you go out, you're like, damn, is everybody dressing or looking the same? Like, he's right. Yeah, for sure. Everybody is emulating the same thing, it seems like. So he's making a great point. Yeah, I agree. You're right. Um, a million dollars worth of jewelry, it really doesn't matter what your shirt costs at that point. If whatever your mission is in the club, I know he's out here single living life. I follow him on Instagram, living vicariously through him because he is, in Man. fact, shaking it. Did you see um, this weekend? 
<laughs> in Columbia. I, yeah, Columbia shaking. I saw that. Oh man, that's what made me put this on here. <laughs> like, I can definitely love. Pause. Oh, I fuck with Slim Thug, man. Hey. Uh, of course, people are making a big deal because he referenced the gay designers and y'all looking gay. And then he did, like you said, he cleared it up in the comments. He said, for the gay people who are wondering what I mean when I say look gay, I mean when a hood dude wearing a Gucci rainbow shirt and a man purse. No offense to y'all. Fair enough. Um, what he is saying is age old advice, which is basically, which is essentially live below your means. That's all he's saying. You know what I mean? He's just adding to the fact that, yes, you're right. A lot of people do look the same. A lot of people are going for the trendy look. Therefore, you end up, you know, I'm saying looking like there's three or four niggas in the same place, which is always embarrassing. I don't give a fuck who you are. You never want to go someplace and a nigga got the same fit on as you. That's insane. There's an issue with that. (laughs) If that happens, that means you want some mannequin shit and you need to be a little bit more original in what it is that you're rocking. I'm with them though. Nobody's gonna question your five ninety nine shirt. A when you're slim thug, and B when you have on a million dollars worth of jewelry. So if I was him, I would do the same thing. I'm not mad at it. Ch- you hear celebrities say this all the time. Ocho Cinco says this. Some people take the other route and say, "Nigga, I'm not getting a million dollars worth of jewelry," and that's how I stay rich. And so <laughs> that's one way to look at that's it true. too. You got a Gucci shirt on, but you ain't got no million dollars worth of jewelry. So I guess it's the trade off. Um, but I'm not mad at him, man. I fuck with Slim Thug. I get, I understood what he was trying to say. I don't. He didn't need to clear all this extra shit up for me. I I know what he mean. Yeah, but the the, the alphabet community you know, came after him hard. I get it, and, and, and but but then also, <laughs> but then also people ran with it, and that was part of the headline. That was that's all I saw. Gay, they called it. He calling people gay if they were good. It's like, bro, like come on, y'all, y'all looking for clicks and shit. And that's, he's more, Slim Thug is our age. So when he's using that, not excusing it at all, him explaining it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I thought he did. I, I knew what you he know meant. I'm saying yeah. it's not here because we are familiar with that terminology. We came up around it. But it, it, I mean, not to excuse it or anything right. of that nature. I'm glad he did come out and clear it up. I am glad that he made the point also that people need to be authentic. And like you said, you can spend your money however you want, but still have some financial literacy the way you saving your shit and you that ain't all you got that million dollars worth of jewelry which i don't think slim thug got at all or that gucci man purse or shirt right the day make sure you got something else to fall back on and and if you do follow slim thug then you know he's been on his ceo grind for a minute he owns he had to buy the block hashtag a couple of years ago that was challenging rappers to buy up neighborhoods and buy real estate so he big into that so he's got that go viral like this Nigga had the whole construction. He picks up a whole goddamn, it, it had to be 10, 15 houses on the side of town in Houston. <laughs> didn't know, wasn't no reclicks. I didn't see that on the shade room. I ain't see that on TMZ. I ain't see that anywhere other than Bruh. his page. And that was that was pre-pandemic. Yeah, so imagine if he held on to them. The soul signs. Yeah, he had the whole block of the soul signs under his construction company name. So, yeah. so yeah, like you said, I that, that didn't make TMZ or the shade room. Made on deck TV show though. Facts. Moving on, man. Your man Jody Breeze somehow still makes news in 2023. He says that the original Boys in the Hood was supposed to be, wait for it, Lil Wayne, Trick Daddy, and T.I. And him. And, okay, I was wondering. No yeah. Jeezy? No, no, no Jeezy. That's crazy. Would that have worked, A.B.? So we got to go back. This is 2000. Four? I th- yes. Yeah, I, yeah. Yes, it would. Okay, would it have worked? Yes. 
my the, a different question though was how does this change Jeezy's trajectory? But I'm gonna get to that in a second. Mm. Jody Breeze was a relative no name at this point, and so he was so, popping in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but but he even he even admitted. I was still a youngster, you know what I'm saying? Like for the most part, he damn sure wasn't tricked that he was a vet at this time. T.I. was doing his thing, and we and Lil Wayne was Lil Wayne. He wasn't greatest rapper alive, Wayne, but he was still Lil Wayne. People, he was popular. So that it was the most popular rapper out of this group at that time. If I could, yeah, that's I could argue that. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. So for number one, I got to believe that a nigga was gonna put Jody Breeze with them. That's number one, respectfully. And I like Jody Breeze. I thought he was dope, but. You put a, a rookie with three all-stars. I don't know if that actually was how serious those talks were. And I've heard Trick Daddy name before. I heard it was Trick instead of Jeezy originally, and then they swapped them out. I have heard that. This is Wayne and T.I. is insane. I ain't, heard, I ain't never heard that. But do I think it would have worked? Yes. Do I think this changes Jeezy's trajectory? Only somewhat. Mm. Only somewhat. I think that this would have worked for Boys in the Hood because they needed star power. That was the reason that the group didn't make it. Jeezy wasn't really a part of it. Jody Breeze was probably the biggest star other than him. And like you said, he was, oh, okay, he's a young dude. Yeah. All them other niggas, Big G or whatever the fuck their name was, <clears throat> nobody went here for them. I ain't never hear a nigga be like, I, I, I listened to that Boys in the Hood for whoever the rest of the niggas was in that group. What I have heard, though, is that Block has – Puff Daddy ear around that time. So him having relationships with probably T.I., probably Baby, in mm. essence to Lil Wayne, and trying to sell him on, man, I got this deal with Diddy. I'm going to do we put Wayne in another group, you know, and trying to sway him that way. And then Trick Daddy, who was coming to the end of a right. very popular run. So this probably would have gave him some more legs. So I could see that. I could see this lining up. I also could see a nigga like T.I., a nigga like Trick Daddy, a nigga like Wayne being like, man, hell no, nigga. I agree. Yeah, you know I'm saying? Because this was just, this was squad time for Wayne. And for us, it was like, oh, this nigga for the GOAT. That's yep. what we would thought. And I'm sure Baby thought the same thing. And T.I. always thought that he was a superstar anyway. But I think that this group would have worked had they been able to pull it together just because it had more star power than the, um, boys in the hood that we came to see as yep. of Jeezy's career you're right no no determined at all like yep. Jeezy did this and it helped out b b boys in the hood it really never did nothing for Jeezy like I just happened to be over here for an album and helped y'all out I don't know it was, it was a good song, look bro. it was a good look though it was a good look because he was so hot at that point and he stood yeah, out too he did stand out there over there with them, but he was still doing it like without or with boys in the hood. Like you said, Jeezy, yeah. I felt like was going to be Jeezy. It, so we got two boys in the hood albums. People, a lot of people don't remember the second one. I do not believe it was two albums. Yeah. Two albums. Jeezy with wasn't the, on that second one. Oh, it couldn't have been. I can't remember. He might not have been. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't. I think they replaced him. Been. They replaced him with um, Gorilla Zoe. Yeah, yep. it sounds about right. Yep, that they replaced him right. with Gorilla Zoe. That's true. I forgot about that. Um, so to, to your point though, niggas was there for Jeezy. Jody Breeze had the hooks, and you could kind of see there was potential. So niggas was fucking with him. Big G and Big Duke, like they might have been known in like the streets or something. But like, bro, like I what? I can't. Oh, I can't man. give you no bars from neither one of them niggas, bro. Like I and. 
I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I can't. I, I, they just they just were fillers. So you expect me to believe that you had A-listers instead of them? So you went from Trick Daddy and Wayne and T.I. to them? Uh, that seems the like a just didn't add up. His money started. So I take that out of his money. If I'm going to be here, says Trick Daddy, Lil Wayne, T.I., I need this much. He's like, oh, no. Block was like, oh, hell no. I'll take these no-name niggas. Exactly. My question to you is this. Did Jody Breeze, he had mixtapes and shit before this, right? Like, nah, Jesus bro, he, wasn't the only nigga that was popular, right? Nah, he was young. Bro, he wasn't really out here like that. He had a single that stay fresh, that flipped that flower tree. All nigga do is stay fresh. He had that, but he didn't really have no project out like that. I, he put it on hold for this. I thought I had heard of that nigga a little bit like before this came out or like I thought he had other stuff my point was going to be I never heard anything from them other dudes I oh, yeah, that's they a had fact. solo mixtapes no. I didn't know if they had other verses or features like Jody Breeze was at least active I knew of him whether it was a feature or something I don't know how I knew him but I know I knew him I don't know where these other dudes would have came from that... oh, yeah. he's like I'd never heard of these and ain't heard of them since that... so maybe they must be street dudes <laughs> At least Jody Breeze still outside. Yeah, that might have been that might have been some niggas block went back with. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Home boys, I got to deal with Puff. Y'all niggas write some shit, man. We oh shit! Thing. We got this new nigga named Jesus. <laughs> this nigga gonna be cold. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing the like that, niggas have tried this before with like Slaughterhouse and and Black Hippie that we never got. I would love to see four solo artists. Just give me two projects. Is that yeah. like just give me two projects so we make it seem like it's real? It's not a money grab. Give me two real projects, man. Lock niggas in for fourteen tracks. Yeah. I think that should be kind of fire. I, I don't know the four, but I think that'd be something fresh for hip hop, bro. I do. It, it would be. That would be fire. It I would. Gonna I would be here for that. Like slaughterhouse was. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen because people too just like out of it nowadays, but. Um, next up, man, your boy Killer Cam is back on the scene, man. Not with music, though. He's got two shows out, or one out now and one on the way. He's got a sports show currently called It Is What It Is. I'm sure you have seen clips of him in a suit and with him and Mace talking about sports. That's doing pretty well on YouTube. He's saying he's already got offers for people to buy it. He then also has a new talk show. A Dr. Phil style talk show called Come and Talk to Me. So that's on the way. Are you here for Cam's second act as a media personality? Me personally, I don't want to hear any of this. I don't, <laughs> I like Cam's personality in music interviews, but when we start getting to this, you got to sit too long with him like killer season. I'm out. However, no. I do respect whoever was around him or if it was his idea, somebody saying, bro, you need to do a talk show. Like you need to do the sports show. I love the fact that he does know. Like I said, it's not for me right. personally, but he is 100% a media. Like, well, for the people that want to see that, he's there for you. And I, I respect the fact that he's listened to that building and is looking to build a brand off the media personality. He needed a second stage off of the rap. I think Cameron is funny. I, like I said, I, it, it, it's a thin line for me. Like being there for 20 minutes of it and sitting there for three hours or what it may be. It's just like, it's too New York for me sometimes. But I do get it. 
I yeah. get it, and I see why people gravitate to it. I see why he's getting offers from it. I like that he's expanding the lane and the field, making it possible for other people to and himself, and giving us more voices. So I do like it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad at the concept. Um, I'm not tapping in. I didn't watch the sports show. Um, I absolutely won't watch the Doctor Phil style show. However, I understand there's an audience of people that will. Um, the sports show is doing pretty well. I've been seeing clips. It's doing what it's supposed to do. And that was just one episode. It was like a pilot. He dropped the second one. He dropped one in February. Then he dropped one in March. Um, just testing the waters. I'm not mad at that. Dip your toe in the water. See if it works. See if people bite. We've seen Fat Joe do podcasts. We see what uh, Math Hoffa got in a barbershop doing his own podcast. Shit like rappers. Well, obviously, we know what Joe Button has done and what bag and how he's turned that into a a stupid bag. So I get it. Cam is an entertaining person. You match him up with somebody who can kind of reel him in a little bit. Nori as well. Like there's a lot of people doing second acts in hip hop with this podcast and it's working or just media shit period. And it's working. So I get it. Um, it has also failed for some people um, with all due respect to T.I. David Banner. There's a lot of other people who have started podcasts and they've been here today going tomorrow. Um, I think David Banners is done. I'm not sure. Don't don't quote me on that. But if I'm not mistaken, I think that's over with. Um, and then Lupe and Royce. Mm. Um, speaking of groups, um, such potential. Yeah, that yeah, they dropped the ball with that. So I, I say that to say, look, go for it. Give it a try. Do a pilot. I'm not mad at this. Is smart. This is smart. Throw this out there. See what niggas say. If it catch on, it catch on. Catch, get a bag off of it. Get a sponsor. It's a smart play for Cam. I'm not watching either one of these, though. Even though I do like the name, come and talk to me. I do like that. That was kind of dope. Yeah, that is hard. You brought up a good point with some of the other rappers turned media personalities and them not lasting long in this space. I've heard T.I. speak to it. I'm pretty sure um, Lupe and Roy said the same thing once they start having, like, riffs about it. Just, the money isn't there up front. Like, it's a slow grind. Yep. And coming from the rap field, you expecting like bigger payouts and paydays. And some of those guys look at it like it's just not worth my time. Like I can literally go do a show for three times this amount that I'm making from the ads and whatever we get from the podcast. And yep. it's like half the amount of time. So Dang. you really got to fuck with this shit. Like yep. a nigga like Joe Buttons, uh, Scarface and Willie D. True. They've been, they've been holding it down a long time. Uh, True. Friend of the show, Glasses Malone. Like yep. you really got to have a perspective and care about having something to say, not just being, oh, I'm a nigga that's famous and I want to get on here because I think it can make me money. There's yep. way two totally different lanes for that. And the niggas that really fuck with it, you've seen them thrive to your point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, who else? Slim Thug had one. I think that's done. Slim Thug had one. I think that's done. Lil Duval had one with his sister. That one fell off. Yeah, um, yeah it's been a lot, man. You know, just hip hop ones that. Some, of them some people went the Boosie route and just they're just reoccurring guests on somebody else's shit for a check. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, fuck it, man. I'll, just, I'll pop up on your shit twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> Give and me Vlad a check. Pay him, Vlad pay him good for that. Facts. Vlad gets paid good for that as well. Yeah. yeah. Nah, it's a, it's a trade-off. Oh, speaking of, um, I'm glad you said Lil Duval. We we got to give a shout-out to um Clay from uh, oh, Grand yes, Hustle. Man. I believe he's still in a – he suffered a stroke. I believe he's still in the hospital. Um, there was some reports earlier that he had passed away. Apparently that is not true. Um, but we don't, we don't know how well he's doing, but we definitely have a history, uh, with clay hit for the record. He is TI's road manager friend. He'd been there since day one. 
Um, so most definitely uh, sending positive vibes his way for sure. Just made me think of that when you said Duval. Yeah, currently Le Duval manager, which is why. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yep. So uh, thoughts and prayers to him, the team, his whole family. People know the history of On Deck. They know, you know, we got our start kind of earlier on, and he was the one that set up the meeting for us. So shout out to him, man. Absolutely. Um. Yep. That's it on that. What we got next? Is it me, Ja Rule? Yes, sir. All right, your man, Ja Rule, he came out and said, and others believe, that the hip-hop culture has had a negative effect on Ja Morant, hence all the negative media headlines, hence him having to take some time off and get his mind right. Is this fair or foul for Ja Rule? Yeah, Ja Rule said this. Pat Beverly said this, NBA player. Um, said he was influenced, said Ja Rule's actions were influenced by hip-hop. Of course, the said actions were him having a gun on, on Instagram Live. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to say this is fair because no, none of those two people took it a step too far and blamed hip-hop on it. They said that these were, he was influenced by it. That's two different things. Hip-hop being the cause of something, and someone's emulating what they saw, what they thought is cool, are two different things. And I do believe that that is the case. Um, that does play a role. And I like that Pat Bebb said, nigga, I listen to this shit too. He's, I, li- I listen to this shit. Now, I'm not waking up at 8 a.m. listening to it, but when it's game day, uh, we're turning up like the street shit, all of that. It's getting turned up. So I'm not I'm not knocking the, the genre or anything. I'm just saying that what he was doing is a reflection of what he has seen through hip-hop. That's it, and that's a fact. And I understand that. I, I like. I I agree with him and Ja Rule. I don't know why anyone asked Ja Rule. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Name Ja? Like I don't know. Get like, Ja Rule on the phone. Yeah, where's the con- TMZ ask called ja him out and was like, "Hey man, what do you think about Ja Moran? Your name's Ja. What do you think about the other?" Ja? Like, that's funny as hell. So I don't know. Uh, I don't. TMZ is silly for that, but I do think he has a point. I think we got to be realistic and be like, "Yeah, no, there's." Hip hop influences people to do things. It's good, bad, indifferent. It happens. It's not the end of the world. I do think there was an obvious hip hop influence with him putting the straps up to the fucking the video. I do. He didn't get that from the NBA. Maybe not, but I do. I like to see niggas stay on cold. Like I like to see. Sometimes when I'm glancing by Fox News and I see one of those idiots on there talking. And I know that they know they bullshitting and they know that they bullshitting, but still they pushing the line for the bullshit. And it don't matter what they say. Like, well, we standing by it. Like we believe Trump's a good guy. Yeah. I'd like to see Ja, ja Rule say, well, what about movies or what about all the other stuff in the age old discussion that we always have when it comes to this? Why are you singling out hip hop? Why are you calling me TMZ on a random Wednesday afternoon and asking me when I know John Moran has seen movies? I know he plays video games. I know he lives in the fucking real world. So any of this stuff can influence him. Could hip hop have played a factor in it? Absolutely. But I would love to see niggas toe the line, hold the same line that I see other people in other cultures doing. Be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I would like them to be like, I, I see in movies, I see it every day on the news. So, yeah, it may have been a small influence on hip hop, but I believe just as much all these other things influence too. Whether the niggas copping the plea and be like, yeah, yeah, you right. Like you said, why would I call y'all rule? That nigga ain't finna get no thought to this. Yeah, I, I, y'all I come to me with mean. a thought, I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah, you right, man. Y'all right, TMZ. Um, and as yeah. far as Patrick Beverly, I understand what he's saying. I'm, but you're older. 
right? Like your right. influences, and it don't influence you the same way. Yeah, you listen to it. You may not listen to it when you wake up at eight. I get what they were saying. They trying to placate to a narrative. They don't want to ignore what hip hop has done. However, I would like to see those brothers, since they are from the culture, hold stuff outside the culture, culture just as accountable as you hold stuff within. It's fine that you say hip hop, but give it a little more depth. Like everybody else always piles on when they come piling on, say, yeah, but what about the movies? Because they going to do that when in defense of them say, what about all this other shit? Fact. I would have liked to see them. I, there's a and piece a of me that's so far for them. No, nah, there, there, there's a piece of me that agrees a thousand percent with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that we're able to have certain discussions because we have to hold each other accountable for certain things without going too crazy like it's the end of the world it's not the end of the world we get it he did something that was kind of silly okay cool he didn't shoot nobody he killed nobody him whatever right it ain't it really ain't that deep and so i don't want anybody to make it that deep mm-hmm. but i do respect because uh, i do think we need to stay on code but i think we need to stay on code in front of the camera and behind it and so where someone is like yeah what about this that and the other we need to know subconsciously that Hey, I hope somebody is talking to him though, right? Like, we don't want to see him go out sad. <laughs> like, let's be clear. Somebody, please mean, talk to him in his circle. Like, don't go out like that, bro. Like, you done fumbled the Powerade bag and the Nike bag, and like, yeah, like, don't let's not do that. But outwardly, I get, it. yeah, I I agree. I do wish it was a little more uh, unison when it comes to things like that. Um, but with that being said, I don't think they told any lies, and I don't think they shitted on him or or went too far. True or over the line but yes there is a there at some point again even if it's just amongst us we do need to be like hold him accountable yeah you gotta hold him accountable. and and the culture accountable to a certain extent and people accountable to know the difference between art and real life like there's a couple of things look at the um what's the kid named uh xxx his trial just ended they found all three of them guilty of killing dude Mm -hmm. One piece of evidence that they found that linked them to the murder was they stole the money from them and they posted the same money on Instagram the same day. Like that, like the money phones with the money is like that's that's social media. That's hip. That's that's culture that they're emulating. Now, does that mean are we blaming future for these goofball niggas for killing? Of course not. But you can't ignore that. That's where they got it from. Again, that doesn't I don't I don't know what that point that makes at the end of the day, but they did get it from somewhere. That doesn't exonerate them from being idiots. But still, it, they got it from somewhere. For whatever that means at the end of the day, it is what it is. That so I, I think that's what Ja Rule and and, and uh, Patrick Beverly were saying. I hope that just like Ja Rule and Patrick Beverly were able to come out and say this, I hope that Ja Rule got some. I hope that Ja Morant got some surprise in the phone calls. Cause it's all good when your guy want to come sit on the floor next to your daddy and all of this. But I hope at the same time that when this was happening, that the culture reached out to him and he looked down at his phone and had some words with some niggas that he never would have thought he would have been talking to and them giving him some, some, some great advice about being a successful black man in America. I hope that that happened. I hope that just like you saying, the culture and this and that and Ja Rule blaming him and we see Yo Gotti and all of these people championing him and saying his names and raps. I hope he got an abundance of phone calls from niggas. I agree. Like, hey, look, look, little bro. This this is the right way. They're going to try to trick you out the spot every time. I done had millions for a long time and this is how you do it. I hope he got a lot of those phone calls. I, I agree a thousand percent. And shout out to NLE Chopper. He he lost a song placement in the Powerade commercial, man. 
I know he's sad about that. Oh, that would have been a, oh, hot about that. That'd have been yeah. a good look, bro. That would have been the Memphis. That'd have good. That'd have been good look for Memphis, man. The Poway commercial probably would have been played all through the playoffs. Facts. I know he hot about that. He owned all his masters and shit. No, he's sick about that. That's a straight payday. I'd have been hot about that. Big facts. Uh, next up, man. Uh, we said it's been slow. First quarter of the year typically is pretty quiet. It's about to heat up, though, man. Some new projects literally on the way any week now. Currency, the long-awaited Currency and Jermaine Dupree project. We've been talking about this, but it seems like forever in a day. They are on a press run, and they got a tour announced. So that means this album is coming any day now. And Larry June and Alchemist have a project. Uh, that actually has a date on it. I'm mad. I got to look it up real quick while we're talking. That is coming out any week now as well, dropping very soon. My question, we're fans of both of these artists. If you can only hear one of those, which one do you need immediately? Man, this is a hard choice, man. Yeah. And Larry June was doing something creative, too. You were talking about them doing a promo run. He <laughs> he went on social media and told people to text him what cities he need to pull up to for the tour. He put his number, a, a number yeah. on there. I'm not sure if it was his number, but I, I feel like that was cool. He yeah. was just texting the city, and they wanted him to pull up to. I can't wait for this JD and currency. Yeah. I ain't the, the biggest currency fan. I ain't the biggest JD fan. However, I do respect what those two guys do in the booth, in the music world. I respect their professionalism. And when you get that type of mixture, I feel like that you're going to have greatness. I fuck with Larry, Jean and Al Larry June and Alchemist, of course. Yeah. I just don't think that they on the level of JD and currency. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, just... From a legacy standpoint, at worst, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Just as long as those guys have been in the uh, game, never having run across each other and given a full thought process to put an album out. So I'm more interested in what's going to come from the JD and currency scenario versus the Larry Jr. Alchemist. And I just blame that on them just being later in their earlier in their careers. Excuse me. Which one are you waiting on? Um, I need, first of all, I need both. Let's be very clear. Um, but, and I've been waiting on this Jermaine Dupri and, and currency and they've been teasing us for years, playing snippets. The shit sounds crazy. They got a new video where they rapping like on the block. Oh, she ripped it. Currency is banging. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. That, that shit got me hype. And with that being said, I, there's a documentary of Larry June and his alchemist, which comes out March 31st. The documentary is 12 minutes. As soon as it was over, I started it all over again. Like I, that bag that Alchemist is in right now, like dude is like he he's a vet though. I know you said that they're I, Larry June is more of a, I ain't gonna, he not rookie, but he ain't JD though. That's yeah, no, nah, yeah, hell no, 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 no. That's a fact. Them two niggas, they just you know what I mean. Yeah, no, JD has been doing this since the mid nineties. Yeah. Um, but but dude, then niggas he in his bag, dog. Like I, I got the hat at Larry June and Alchemist, bro. Like I mean, the songs that they play during the little documentary, little clips and shit. Oh my god! I, like I need that immediately. Like I, so, I'm I'm really excited for that. I, I'm I'm becoming a really big Larry June fan. Shout out to Jay Hove. He put me on about two or three years ago, and I was like, bro, I'm not listening to this. He sounded like Dom Kennedy, and I don't like Dom Kennedy. I was completely wrong. He one of my favorite rappers right now. Larry June, I might buddy. pull up to one of these shows, and then one of these niggas might get me out the house. I might pull up to one of these shows. I, I don't know almost, yet. I almost bought that currency in JD Ticket Friday, but you deterred me because you said it was standing room only. Yeah, the venue looks standing room only, and I can't do that. 
If y'all in the A, let us know, man. If y'all going to that JD and that currency, let me know about that venue. Because I want to see that. When is that? That's April, like, 7th? I have to see that, yeah. So that means the album coming before then. It has to. Yeah, it got to. They can't be doing that. And that ain't the first stop either. Well, actually, that is the first stop. It said come out and enjoy. That may be like a listening party or something. Uh, Because it was like come out, listen, enjoy, chill. So they may just be playing that motherfucker. Oh, and the tickets ain't even that expensive, so I'm guessing yeah, it ain't nah. even no performance. It's really probably just gonna be for that price, JD and currency in there with the mics. Listen to this joint, just like that. That might be fire though. That might be. Yeah, I was just about to say. I'm, I actually I damn, might get my man. ticket when this is over with. Now <laughs> just say that. Fuck. Yeah, I might get my tickets to that to that when this is over with. All right, man. Before we get out of here and get some wins and some losses, nine years ago, your man's dropped. My Crazy Life, SYG. I got a question for you about YG's career, AB. Has it lived up to the hype of that first album? You know, many people call that album a classic, bro. Yes. That first you YG? Me? It is right up there with Good Kid, Mad City. Man, ain't no way in the documented. world. It's documented. It's on this no. show. You put it out there and said it. You said it's right there with Good Kid, Mad City. You ain't nobody going to be able to find that episode. Listen, I do like it, though. It's banging, and I understand why people say what it is because the look the west coast there's game this is how the west coast is going snoop game gorilla black you forgot gorilla black gorilla black can't forget gorilla black kendrick and yg like those have been like the faces it's almost like you know how they say there can only be one black actor at a time it's almost like there can only be one black i mean there can only be one west coast superstar at a time dude i know there's other acts for for niggas coming but you just talked about larry june i know i'm just saying on like a big scale waving the flag with all due respect to nipsey who dropped one album I'm saying like when niggas was like nigga this shit is a classic that i like that yg kendrick snoop in the game dude so with that being said, I understand the hype behind the album because it was fire, but he hasn't put anything close to this since, put out anything close to that since. Now, that's not to say he hasn't had a successful career. I actually like the last album he just put out. It was actually halfway decent. He had his best single in years with the Mary, with the Toxic, with the Mary sample on it, and he has a successful clothing line, and it looks like he's pivoted into fashion and he be in magazines and shit. So he's got a nice brand with his 400. He had a nice he got a nice relationship with him and Mustard making hits. So he's had a nice career, but does it live up to that debut? No, it don't. Yeah, I thought you was gonna say it was. I was gonna say all of that said it still don't live up. Um why is just not a, a star? And I don't know if that's because of just his personality or you know, mm. he just don't fit with mainstream culture. They've tried to push it in there. He's had hits, like you said, yep. he got hits or whatever it may be to go up with a Kendrick or a game, but it's just, he doesn't have a mainstream personality. I so agree. when you saw that YG, My Crazy Life, you kind of thought that you would maybe get another Snoop. You would have another game or someone like that who you could like, all of those niggas got personality. Kendrick, not really, but the music make up for it. Facts. Like any, anything that you don't got out here on this personal tra- media trail, I got it here in the booth. But YG is just like, the music was good. The personality would have had to have been great. And yeah. it wasn't. So it never really just all the way clicked to the West Coast niggas probably saying that we're crazy. Like you're saying, he had mm-hmm. he had more leverage moving around out there, stopping like at Vegas or Kansas City, maybe. Right. Like that was probably as far west as we got to. But I again, I just don't think it ever lived up to what we would expect it if it was like a Snoop or a game or a Kendrick Lamar. But I would give him fourth. 
I would give him somewhere around four. Yeah, no, and, and this is this is us speaking from a we're on the other side of the map of uh, the country. We're we're, we're thousands, we're a couple of hundred miles away. The vibe may be completely different in LA, dude. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm saying what reached us are those four fa- um, the, the big names were those four. But and so all those other three have had Hall of Fame careers. He hasn't. That's all I'm saying. And, and we're not talking about personal preference either, because it's probably right. the rolling in his eyes right now. The last two years, I've had Vince Staples as my album. Exactly. And I'm just he's to me as hasn't reached his potential yet either. But the music has. I just yep. still think he got some going to do. But yeah. Yeah, it ain't Absolutely. about the quality. We're just saying, like, what you would have thought his career would have looked like after that first one, it would have went a little differently. I think it's the hard bottoms and the white socks. Hey, if he would have never went that route, possibly, I yeah, that think scares, he would have been that more scared. That scares the bitches. That's, he, he definitely dresses to scare the bitches. That's all I'm saying, dude, and that's never a good idea. I'm, I wonder how many times during YG's career, nigga, be like, bro, hey, hey, hey you scaring the hoes, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, why you, you put the black and hard the bottoms on again with the white socks, bro? You scaring the, the white hoes. White socks, button your shirt up, bro. Like, come, come on, on man, you scaring the hoes. They think you crazy, dude. Come on, bro. <laughs> you got one long sleeve and one short sleeve on, bro. Like, what are you doing? Bro, you got a sweater vest on with no shirt underneath, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> What are you, you doing? Corduroids on in the summertime, bro. Like, what's going on? You scaring the bitches, man. For some wins and some losses before we get out of here in another week in review with the On Deck TV show. W or L to your girl, Young Miami AB. She had a cameo on BMF and she was distraught that her boyfriend got killed. <laughs> she was distraught. I, Jesus I, we were distraught watching that performance. Too. She just had a birthday. Yeah, that, that, her acting was horrible for anybody that didn't see the clip. Um, it got a lot of impressions for whatever that's worth. I mean, I know everybody wants attention nowadays. She's still getting checks. She'll still get hired. Hell, she's another rapper with a successful podcast. <laughs> so I don't think she's necessarily worried about getting more gigs. If anything, somebody might hire her to just so her she could act to terrible again. again, and we can get yeah. they can get more retweets. So that's a W. Yep, like you said, it's all about the impressions. It's Young Miami. A lot of people were talking about it. They don't care if she's Angela Bassett or not, bro. Yep. She really gets plenty more looks from this, man. And people love uh, a comeback story, too. So if she do something else and, like, she's improved, it'll make news now. True. 100%. I hope she do get act. Like I want to see her just because I feel like well, I don't know if people are rooting against it, but I would love to see her maturation. Like, her from where we seen her come in at to you look up 10 years from now, you're like, God damn, like, I don't even believe she used to rap and shit like she did. Like, I, I would love to see her 
ascend to that. I would I, I would so. love to see her ascend outside of the booth. And whatever that ascension is, as long as it doesn't require a microphone and recording equipment, I'm cool. That thing was thanging on her birthday too. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that it was. That it oh was. Oh my God. All right. Win or loss rapper Doughboy said he is charging 10K for one hour. <laughs> I can't even get this out. 10K for a one hour studio session with him, AB. Is that a win or a loss? It is actually a win, man. I, I, I fuck with Doughboy number one. It's, he signed a future free bands. I think he kind of dope. He's from Cleveland. Or he's from Ohio. It may not be Cleveland. He's down here a lot. I, I, yeah, no, he, he's down here heavy. The one hour studio session includes a feature and a social media post from Doughboy. So that's marketing and the feature and the stu and the million dollar studio for 10 bands. That's cheaper than the feature, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> so shit. And I have my cameraman in there filming the whole thing. <laughs> Do we? I'm yeah, I'm milking all of that. For it. Yeah, if you set up for it, it's cool. That's a yeah, that's, that's a come up if you set up for it. Like if I can, you know, you're right. If I can capitalize off it, I already got some shit in play. I got to look other songs and shit. Uh, I can't take my first 10K and do this with dope. Hell no. I can't do that. <laughs> all right, man. The last W or L, your man Jim Jones said he's now writing raps in his sleep. He can't explain it. Don't ask him to explain it, AB. But now Jim Jones is writing raps in his sleep. Is that a win or a loss? This is the biggest cap. It, like this is it Kevin sound Gates. Like he write raps in his sleep. That's no. what it sounds like. It no, sound I'm like not going to sleep. Just wrote this shit. I'm not going to do it, Jim Jones any kind of way. This is this is Ryan. this is like Kevin Gates level of cap, dude. Can, can you imagine if Kevin Gates said this? This this would go insane. <laughs> <laughs> but now this is this is an L, dude. It, this nigga said he hits the blunt, takes a nap, and writes raps in his sleep. That is, I and and oh, and he magically can't explain it. I'm, come on, bro, I'm, stop. So I'm wondering, he doesn't write it. He'll fall asleep and wake up and be like, "I got a 16." <laughs> stop. Bro. He Rain stop. Man. Like, ain't that, I ain't knocking Jim Jones, but you ain't that cold, bro. That's what I'm saying. I, I, like I promise you, you're not that cold, bro. Like if you're doing that in your sleep, if you wrote, you'll be one of the best. <laughs> like if you did that shit when you was woke and had a Red Bull or something, some coffee, <laughs> green tea, nigga, gray Earl tea, you'd be in there, nigga, firing yeah. on all cylinders, nigga. You gotta wake up and get that, get that goddamn uh, cappuccino shot or something, no, dude. Anything. One this more win or loss before we go to on deck of the week, AB. I saw this uh, a local one per se. I saw the Starlito and Young Buck had squashed their beef. Uh, you know, they went viral about 2018, 2019 yeah, uh, for the basketball game kerfuffle yeah. that they had outside of the AAU in Nashville. So uh, shout out to those guys for putting whatever uh, discrepancies that they had behind them. Yeah, it's a good look for the city. Social media post. Did you see that? I did. Good look for the city. The post salute. That's all you need now. I mean, just put the post in the little yeah. caption like, yo, nigga, two real niggas linked up. That's it. That's all we need, dude. We don't, ain't got to go no detail. We don't need no we interviews. Need no. no. We don't need none of that. It. Yep. It's a good look, though. I, I'm always here for shit like that, yeah, man. Niggas too old to be doing goofy shit, bro. Yeah, the grown man shit. I respected that 100%. So shout out to those guys. Absolutely. Right, we got for on deck of the week, AB. We're going to YouTube, man. A uh, couple of comments on the bad albums by legendary rappers episode, man, that we missed. Shout out to Hendrix Loco. Great episode as usual. 
Billboard trying to get Kanye all the way out of here. Ain't no way Ye is at the top of the trash albums list. I agree. That is easily number one. Uh, also, shout out to Frank Forden, my absolute favorite hip hop show and podcast. The work y'all do is second to none. Y'all have a fan for life in me. Appreciate you, Frank. Good looking, that, brother. And one more from D Dub, man. He said, Great show, fellas. The win and the loss of YG $1,000 dinner is an L from the artist perspective, <laughs> especially in comparison to Chris Brown's. Chris can take way more than 10 pictures for a stack apiece versus YG maybe having 10 people at a dinner. Again, good show. Keep doing your thing. It makes sense. That's fair. That is true. You got to do more work, too. Yeah. yeah entertain niggas. You get talk to niggas you don't want to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is some slaw. Take a picture, you in and out. <laughs> All right, next. Yeah. yeah, that is true. What you got Good to point. put me on, man? Uh, put on a brand new song that I came across when we was doing research for the show, man. What Happened to Atlanta by mm. Schoolie featuring Killer Mike and T.I., um, Killer Mike absolutely obliterated this track. Mm. Um, they're just talking about the old Atlanta versus Atlanta now. Um, if you can skip Schoolies part at the beginning because it's garbage. Damn. Uh, <laughs> other than that, man, Damn. Killer Mike and Ti did their thing on there. They I gotta check that out. I saw the promo. I just, I just haven't listened to the song yet. I'm definitely gonna get to this that. Dope ass concept. Killer Mike ripped it, but I don't, I I don't, I'm not familiar with Schoolie. Like, um, hey, he signed the two chain. That's two chains, boy. Oh, that show is. Yeah, it's yeah. trash on him. Damn. Trash on him. I don't know how he got in that studio session. Well, I remember if if that that you was to say that he the lead artist for that they label, right? For two channels. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Killer Mike and T.I. like this. That should be a phone call for two channels. Facts. Yeah. Um, my put on is also That's music, man. Your boy, ESTG dropped another project. It's called Mad. I'm really fucking with this dude. Really? Yeah, it's dope. Um, it's got some good. He got some nice ass beats on here, man. He flipped that diamonds off forever sample on here on a song called Ball Like Me Too. That shit go hard. Um, he got a song with Boosie. I actually like called Hot Boys. It's he. This a nice project, dude. Like he's I'm gonna listen to this now. Yeah, he put out. He he got a, this a solid piece of work. I feel like ESCG Buzz has kind of leveled out. I'm not going to say it's tailed off. I'm going to say it's leveled off. It's kind of like when you've been losing weight for a while and then you kind of hit your plateau a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like That's kind of where he's at, but I, I, he's still putting out quality music, though, so I don't want this to go unnoticed. Um, it's called Mad ESCG, man. I would suggest y'all QC? check it out. He ain't on QC, is he? Nah, he on uh, CMG. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he on there. I didn't need to do some more pushing behind him, man. I agree. I agree. He, he did some. I know he did. The, he did the compilation last year that was kind of good, and he did the, you know, four two Doug and ESCG had the little project together. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they he he working it. This this one just kind of came under the radar, but shit just dropping under the radar, dude. Like if you're not following a nigga on Instagram, dude, you don't know shit come out. That is true, one hundred percent, man. That has been the On Deck TV Weekend Review Show. Next time you hear from us, AB will be a year old. Y'all make sure y'all give him the birthday shout-outs on social media, man. Turning 50 out here. (laughs) Shout-out to you. (laughs) Well, you got any special plans for your birthday? Man, I'm low, man. I'm going to chop it up with some some folks. A little brunch spot, but that's about it, though, man. That's dope. That's dope, man. Well, let me know. I'll give you a year this weekend, see what you got going on. But happy birthday to you, my brother. Appreciate it. You're being greater. 
Yes, sir, man. Hey, appreciate that. And again, next week we're back at it. YouTube.com, man. Keep those um keep those comments coming, man. We appreciate y'all for uh, supporting the real. We appreciate it. Chill.